The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. <laughs> All right. This is Russell Crowe. <laughs> You're listening oh, to the radio. Oh, no. Romper Stomper. <laughs> tuning in uh to another episode of jonah ray dio can't make it because he's uh he's out there on the front lines uh making mm-hmm. sure that uh heaven gets covid19 see what it see, see he's, he's, <laughs> Jesus, he's pushing. Wow. yeah uh that's because he's like uh, he works with the it's like that um, line from uh, full metal jacket where he's providing making sure that heaven gets fresh souls <laughs> yes yeah exactly um that voice you heard is neil mahoney neil how you doing I'm all right. Not you great. Should, were you asking us? <laughs> I'm all right. Just not great. Yeah. Well, oh. no one is, but you, Neil, you, you have the, um, you, you, you live by yourself, which is a, which is, you know, troublesome yeah. for a lot of people, I think. Yeah. Y- yeah. It used to be great. <laughs> <laughs> well, you want to borrow a cat? He's pretty gacked out on uh, catnip. I know you're allergic, but. Yeah, that's exactly what I need is like another risk to my health. Um, <laughs> just I was thinking, you know, just live on the edge a little bit. Yeah. It's not oh, like Neil the Dirt, old. Baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like the old risky yeah. sex and drugs he used to do, but. You know, it's a, it's a, you don't collect that many knives without being the kind of guy who lives on the edge. <laughs> yeah. The edge of stabbing myself in the hand. Yeah, I I just think that this is all over. We're going to go back and he will have carved his door into like a Rodan sculpture of, of people. <laughs> like he's run out of wood and he's only got knives. So he's just like, fuck it, doors. And I, made, I, I made realized a fa- fancy vampire steak this week. Because you're so you're team Guillermo from uh, yeah, exactly. Oh my god, shit, that was on last night. Yeah, it was. It was a great, I was a Colin Robinson episode. It's so funny. Ooh, don't tell me anymore. Um, Uh, you know what? I watched D and I watched a whole bunch of the uh, third season of uh, the Boulet Brothers Dragula, which is a (laughs) horror themed uh, like drag like competition show, and it's fucking incredible. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Wow. Like Emily got into it when her and Kumail were out, and uh, they were. She found it when she they were in England, and so she like, uh, and it wasn't able to stream anywhere. She just read about it online, so she like bought the entire seasons that were available, and it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's there's it's just because it's like everything's gross, you know. It's like because it's all <laughs> like like it's all kind of like it's, so it's the fun of drag and the drama of like a drag competition show, but it's like, but like uh, when someone gets you know. Um, uh, booted off the show 
like um there's no like conversation with them about like it's like well i feel that i you know could have done better blah, blah blah they just like you know they got booted off the show because they cut to a scene like a horror movie scene where they get killed <laughs> <laughs> oh that's so brilliant yeah it's a lot of fun um it might be that's a bit great. too sinful for neil though sinful yes yeah, so oh be because because of the drag yeah because it's just like it's like a it's it's a sexy show yeah that is true you can watch travel man we just started that travel uh, man's here. fun that's a richard Iowade. yeah yeah we're, uh my wife was just uh napping to some travel man before she went in the back i um i i'm uh i i got the libby app which is a great uh app for your phone or your kindle device where uh it hooks up to your local library and you can just borrow a ton of books uh ebooks and audiobooks and stuff like that for free oh. i bought a book this week oh yeah yeah remember and i don't remember what season of letter kenny but it was, i bought the book that wayne was reading <laughs> oh, nice. the yeah, black, that's, that's the kind of the, the black donnelly's that's probably available on that, that libby app which is pretty great i think it is and yeah. i think I think, got, awesome. I think i paid two dollars and fifty cents for it yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they made a series out of that too. Oh, they did. The Black yeah. yeah, yeah. It was on NBC for like half a season. Oh shit! It's a true um, story but... about like a Canadian crime family. Oh wow! Yeah, the uh, um, speaking of uh, Canada, I uh, I'm reading. I borrowed from Libby uh, the library. I borrowed uh, Canada by Mike Myers, which so far, oh, yeah. is he's just talking about Canada the entire time, and it's really really interesting so far. Hmm. But Mike Myers of Austin Powers fame is just like yeah. wrote a book called Canada, and and it's very, it's very interesting. But I'm also reading a uh, um, Iowade on Top, which is um, a book that Richard Iowade wrote. Basically, it's an entire book breaking down the movie uh, View from the Top. Speaking of Mike Myers, uh, the uh, the movie about uh, air stewardesses. I don't oh even wait, know if I know that movie. Is Gwyneth Paltrow in that? Gwen, oh my Gwen god! Yeah. Christina Applegate is in it. Candace Bergen shows up. Um, Mike Myers has a character where he has like kind of like a lazy eye, and he has. I think you might remember this from the trailer. Cash, where it's like uh, she's like, "You need to assess, assess the danger." He's like, "He's like, no, it's assess the danger. You put the wrong uh, emphasis. You put the wrong emphasis on the emphasis wrong syllable. syllable." Yeah, Everyone it's called that on joke. the top. It's called View from the Top, and then so uh, Richard Iwate wrote an entire book treating it like one of the best movies ever made and it's called <laughs> Iowa Day on top and it's a long book so far i watched mystery alaska this morning and he and mike myers has like the tiniest bit part in it and is wearing the craziest wig like, oh really it's a super curly red wig and he's playing like a canadian like hockey com- commentator guy yeah the, the oh that's right that he makes in his like he's made in his career and like since basically the love guru are fascinating to me like he's Mystery got like, a little before that though he did a lot yeah. of he did a lot of weird he showed up a lot uh in small parts like before love guru even oh yeah or and then he did he was like the lead in the studio 54 movie that they made yeah. which was which was odd well, that and, was like, an ensemble piece really he just oh, played I the guy know. who owned it yeah, yeah. i guess um and what then was, what was that guy's name fuck right in tweet us I, tweet us <laughs> um, let us know um but uh anyway it's uh it's it's good to be continuing to do this show uh mm-hmm. we're going to take a, a quick break 
and uh, play a tune that I made the other day. Oh, where I just uh, I got bored and made a quick song on GarageBand. Uh, I uh, used lyrics from the song Pepper from uh, Butthole Surfers, but it, none of the chords. Doing my oh, weird out thing, but in a different way, I guess. Yeah. Uh, are you going to, is this going to be a whole genre thing? I don't know. I don't know. It's just like, like I said, I don't like coming up with lyrics. Uh, so uh, those are other, you know, just lyrics I know. So I put them in. So uh, let's you, listen you, to maybe that. you're Bernie Taupin. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I needed Bernie Taupin for sure. I'll write you lyrics for your next song. You got to just record it and then I'll write you lyrics and then you have to sing it. Okay. All right, that sounds like actually I need the lyrics first. Way to pass I need I need the burn I need a Bernie Toppin style. I need the lyrics first. Hmm. You could do that, Neil. Just write me poetry, Neil, then I'll make songs out yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. Finally we get well, Neil I, to make it would be easy. Like if I need to like break down like verse chorus verse, I need to know how many I can make it I can make it work. I can make it work. All right. Uh what's it called, Jonah? Sorry, I only have names. Oh, it's called um Topic Is it Quarantine? No, Topic a Topic of Disease. Topic of disease, yes. Well, here's Topic of disease. We'll be right back with you. All right. That was uh, my version of uh, pepper. Pepper. Nice. You should call it salt. After that, I, John I Mulaney I, bit. I guess I could. <laughs> I, Which I, one? Uh, I, uh, I guess I could. Guys. <laughs> what? Do uh, I need to turn my volume up? You guys are way louder than me. Um, you're coming in, coming in through pretty good. I mean, Jonah's a little louder, but uh, he's the star of the show. I'm also concerned that we don't have the songs on a separate track like we usually do. Are they coming to mind? this is how it usually is. Yeah, this is how it usually is. No, no, no. I used to get a separate soundboard track. On your I would never see a separate soundboard track. I would always see the three. There, there, you, there is one when I email it to you, but that, or when, uh, oh, okay. yeah, the, it, it separates it out. It just puts it through mine through this, um, guys, quick shout okay. out to Zen Zencaster. If we're going to leave this in, thanks for letting us, uh, talk to each other without having to look at each other. Unlike every other podcast. Cash, what time yeah, is what's it? What's everyone else? 
Uh, it is three seventeen. No, no cash. No, no, Jesus no. Hold on. Christ. No, it's up. It's three seventeen and forty five. 47, cash, what time is it? 49. What time oh, is it? it just hit 318. Time for Which Music is- News. That's right. It's time for Music News. The segment of Jonah Radio. It is the segment. News it you could a- lose. <laughs> a segment. A segment of Jonah Radio. All right. So here's a thing that's happening in the next episode of The Simpsons coming out this Sunday. Weezer is going to be on the episode sharing a new song. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah is the, it about uh, The Simpsons? Uh, uh, no, they wouldn't. No, it, it's uh, it's uh, they're 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 making a cameo in The Simpsons. Oh, well, see, the episode will take place this Sunday and it's titled Hate the Hateful Eight Year Olds. Uh, and uh, in it, uh, Rivers Cuomo and the band will appear as Sailor's Delight, uh, which is a cover band on a cruise uh, that Homer and Marge go on. And that the band just okay. happens to perform Weezer songs from their recent album. Ooh. That's kind of like in that, that thing you do when they do the movie and they're all dressed up like sailors. You mean Captain Geach and the Shrimp Shack Shooters? Now, see, they're not. Yeah, uh, yeah this band, they're not dressed up as sailors. I think they're just because they're a band on a on a cruise ship. That's why they have okay. the Sailors Delight as their title, no, and they're going to be showing. Was it? Oh, the, there's a there's a long seafaring rule that if you are in a band, you do have to back up the the. If you are in a seafaring Neil, band, you do hold have on, to back hold up. Hold on, Neil, are you yes, clipping sir. your nails? No. What is that clipping sound? That was me. It was there was something on my desk. Was it a nail clipper, and were you using it to cut your nails? No, it was. It's the power cord for my computer that I swapped out. I was just cleaning it up. I'm I'm sorry. I shouldn't clean. <laughs> You're so concerned that's a, that's a, with sirens that's a great going by in the background. Great t- takeaway. I shouldn't clean. Yeah, no. My wife is is she's nodding along from the other room where I can't see her. She's like, yeah, you do too much. Yeah. Yeah. Multitasking to the detriment of everything. Uh, (laughs) And by clean, just piling shit. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Hold on. Let me just do the dishes while we're doing this. Well, so technically, Bart and Lisa could have gotten into the blue album when they were also the same age that they're going to get into whatever the, the Weezer's are on now, right? Simpsons were on way before the 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 blue album. Way before Weezer's debut. Yeah, they debut. would have been So if the show started in what, 89? Yeah. The show started in 89 and then um the blue album came and out in then, like 90... uh, 94 No, 92. Wow. Right? 92 yeah, or 3. Was... And so so they will, yeah, they would have been like, you know, around about teenager-ish if you do some math there. So yeah, it's very possible. Mm-hmm. But but Bart and Lisa, they're, uh, they're not, I don't think, uh, I don't know if they're into Weezer in this. I know because during the course of the show, Homer has also like been to like Lollapalooza, Hubbabalooza, yeah. I think is what they called it. Um, and then there's also, uh, he's played with, uh, I think, Green Day, I think, uh, has appeared on the show. Fish mm-hmm. appeared on the show. Who the Who appeared? I remember. Um, yeah, Rolling Stones of, did you, too, didn't they? I think speaking so. Speaking of the Who, 
No, speaking of uh, bands on on uh, The Simpsons, remember uh, recently how we found out that The Weeknd uh, was uh, uh, a writer on American Dad now? Yes. He is? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, this was a music news segment, Neil, that we discussed on the show. Sometimes I take breaks and walk around my house. <laughs> is that why you were saying we should have you? We should have a guess. Was it because you wanted to take more breaks? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I also yeah. I also volunteered that we do we use whatever everyone else is using with the video part so that we can all pay attention to each other. I just put pictures of you up on my screen. I think people yeah. film themselves. Anyway, this is this is not Anyway, nope. the weekend who is now a you know a writer on American Dad, he too is going to be uh, uh, performing a new song uh, on on an episode of American Dad uh, called "I'm a Virgin." I'm a what? Virgin. I'm a virgin. Oh. It's in a and this is what he says. This is how young you know. It's a it's a. I've been watching since high school. How long has that show been on? That show, God, it was on DVD when I graduated in 2002. So, American Dad? Oh, no, not American Dad. I'm thinking of Family Guy. American Dad yeah, came yeah. out after they came back from. Um, yes. No, yeah. We, we That's way after the fact. It was way after Family Guy was a success, yeah. right? It was. If someone yeah. has access to the internet, it would be nice no, to. No, I'm no, not, I'm not plugged in right now. Um, All right. You disconnected your Ethernet cord? <laughs> yeah. I had to go buy an Ethernet cord um, today. Um, uh, moving on. Soccer Mommy, musician Soccer Mommy, who uh, um, I believe played uh, one of Bernie's rallies. Um, uh, she is uh, set to do a digital 8-bit music video tour. Hmm. Yeah, when she dropped her sophomore record, Color Theory, earlier this year, she was looking forward to playing some live shows, but of course, not that's not going to happen. And so now she's doing a digital 8-bit music video tour. Um, and so I guess it's, uh, she says in it, um, with the assistance of video director Bella Clark, the 8-bit music video tour will allow users to see Soccer Mommy go and play at the cities that the band was meant to play live. So I guess... Uh, hmm. I but it's gonna look like to... Super Mario Brothers or something. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna look a uh, eight bit. Even though looking at some of the stuff here, it looks a little sixteen bit, but maybe it's a but like yeah, each day is gonna be like on May seventh, Minneapolis, uh, Chicago as well, May seventh, Austin, May seventh, Seattle, May seventh. I guess all these she's doing it all throughout one day. So like, how uh, about that? So, so yeah. there's just going to be, she's just going to record like a, a dance and then they'll comp in like the space needle or like that, that bat bridge or something like that. Well, she's not going to record a dance cause it's a, it's an eight bit music video. You, you could do that thing where Mario like raises his hand, lowers his hand, but yes, I see what you're saying. <laughs> so for the, for the LA show, is there going to be kind of like a half filled room and then people showing up super late? Just a line mm-hmm. at industry check-in about 20 minutes yeah. after she opens. Yeah, 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 and everyone's comped. <laughs> Nobody's tipping. There's bartenders. There, there's digital bartenders that get mad. This is bullshit. Yeah. So this hey, was well, a the, the, the bar. The bartender is just uh, Donkey Kong, and he just throws barrels of hooch at you. <laughs> <laughs> Smash. Uh, that's not bad. Um, Axel Rose 
and someone are having a feud on Twitter. If you were to think Axel Rose is going to have a feud on Twitter with anybody, what do you think it would be? I, I know this one, so I'll let Neil take it. Let's see. Uh, Sebastian Bach. Oh, that's a good one. No, I think they have that, feuded in the great, past. Yeah. yeah. Weren't they going to box in one of those dumb celebrity boxing things? Yes. I think, I think so, Axel yeah. didn't show up. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd say, like, you know, maybe okay. Axel and, uh, and uh, uh, Dave Grohl. I think that seems like they'd be down for having a feud on Twitter. Or even like. Uh, I don't know. D- Dave Grohl just likes to make everyone like him, though. That's a good point. I could uh, like a point. Uh, even maybe he'd go back and settle like the thing that broke up, you know, the original lineup of Guns N' Roses. Maybe it'd be him and Slash are fighting on Twitter. Although I don't know if Slash has a Twitter account, but I know well, it's, it's not, not a musician. That. It's not a musician. Oh. What it is is Secre- Treasure Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin. Yep. Oh, gr- oh yeah, I saw one of those tweets. Yeah. yeah. He 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 ripped him a new one, and then Steve Mnuchin wrote back and said, "What have you done for the country?" And then tagged it with a picture of with an emoji of the Liberian flag. What does that mean? It, it's the other yeah. flag that kind of looks like the American flag. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. for Liberia, an African nation. What yeah. What uh, what uh, what what Axel Rose tweeted uh, was saying um, it's official. Whatever anyone may have previously thought of Steve Mnuchin. He's officially an asshole. And then, yes, uh, what have you done for the country? I wonder lately? what. Um, and then Manukin fixed that, his tweet. Yeah, like, I don't know. Maybe like Manu- he just had Manukin was. Well, Manukin was in show business. Like he, like he was like a producer on Seinfeld or something. Oh, he's a. No, he's he's a, 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 no he, that's not. No, he wasn't. No, he owns. He was part in show of business. Seinfeld. So was that other guy? Who was the Who was the white nationalist guy that was? Uh, in the oh, Trump Steve Bannon? Yeah, Steve Bannon was in showbiz too. Yeah, he was yeah. he was in showbiz, but but Mnuchin is an EP, and so he he was the money guy on Suicide Squad. He was the money guy on Entourage, yeah. the movie. He's, he's <laughs> oh, now I'm conflicted. Yeah, no, he he uh, he he owns part of Mandalay. I want to say some like mm. big big company. And he was just Mandalay Industries. Maybe that's why Neil thought it was uh, Seinfeld. <laughs> Vandalay. Van- Vandalay Industries. <laughs> I, while, yeah. while I was looking Steve at Mnuchin, his uh, his main thing is uh, uh, importing exporting. <laughs> and and the, little, his uh, long descriptions. Um, there's that. Um, there's that uh, NPRK News uh, Bulletin Twitter account, which is news uh, from the. North Koreans, uh, basically, they put out their version of news. And there was that picture of Steve Mnuchin of his wife. They had gone to the treasury and she was holding up, they were holding up like a big thing of like $100 bills printed as a sheet. And the North Korean said, uh, Steve Mnuchin paying a prostitute. That was our title. How about that Kim Jong-un fucking faking his own death? Yeah, that was... As, just to find out who was going to stab him in the back. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is an Axel Rose sort of situation there. Like, I feel like that's that's definitely something that Axel would have done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like getting I mean, a little suspicious. Head, of bucket, I bucket I head in those, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's uh, what's funny is that like because of the librarian uh, librarian uh, uh, flag, um, uh, Rose Axel Rose uh, noticed it and said, "My bad, I didn't get. We were hoping to emulate Liberia's economic model, but um, 
but on the real, unlike this administration, I'm not responsible for 70,000 deaths. And unlike you, I don't hold the federal government position of responsibility to the American people and go on TV telling them to travel uh, the U.S. during a pandemic. Damn. Damn. Taking them to task. Yeah, he is. Well thought out, Axel. Yeah. Axel yeah, really yeah. treasury of the secretary. Next, and next I wonder it's 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 you know it's interesting uh, Tommy he's but he's also going on like he's he's uh, he's slamming California officials for not enforcing beach closures which is true uh, D and I went for a long drive where we went up to like Ventura and then came back down along the coast mm-hmm. and yeah. um, and there was like anywhere that wasn't like you know like kind of like near a neighborhood there was tons of people packed together on yeah. the beach I mean like a lot of it was just like real small like kind of like you know gravelly you know, Cliffy Beach stuff, but like uh, yeah. Yeah, Axel Rose said, uh, Q, if the sheriffs can choose not to enforce the beach closures, can the hospitals choose not to admit any possible COVID-19 suspected beachgoers? Just asking. When is he going to run for something? Like he needs to like, oh, um, yeah, there's the, the beaches. The beaches are not good. I'm so glad I was raised in a beach town and hate the beach. <laughs> I miss uh, it sometimes. I miss it too, but I miss, I miss like the quiet parts. I miss like being able to go there by yourself. Um, hmm. Yeah. My, yeah. my, I talked to Forget my parents. They, I have a feeling. What did you saying? I was talking to my parents in, in Santa Cruz. They've basically closed all the beaches um, so that they won't get people coming over the hill to, to, to do them. So they've closed them from like 9am to like sunset. So like locals can go for like an hour because they don't have to travel, but anybody mm-hmm. coming in from out of town can't go. Hmm. Sounds racist. A little bit, yeah. Um, you know what I think is the best is going to the beach in the winter time when there's snow. I've never seen in a beach so. with snow. Yeah, I don't think I ever have either. Is this it's a- fucking cool, man? Yeah. Because like the little bits of water right by the shore will sometimes freeze over, so there's like a little sheet of ice for like you know four or five feet, and then you know water's coming in. Nice. Mm. But here's uh, a here's a, uh, an, a there, here's a maybe a explanation why Axel Rose is kind of talking a bunch about this stuff of being vocal about certain things is um it's because uh, Guns and Roses is going to release a children's book called Sweet Child O' Mine. Oh my goodness! Wow, I would have loved yeah, to be in the room when they when they not when they came up with that, but when they finally said yes to that. <laughs> yes, it was written in collaboration with author James Patterson, and it uh, is a, a and they say as a longtime fan of Guns N' Roses, I'm thrilled to partner with the band in bringing their famed hit song to life on the page. It oh, follows boy. a child's wondrous discovery that music is everywhere around us, from the gentle wind blowing through the bluest skies to the fearful crash of thunder and the rain. Oh, oh is is it going to end in November rain? That's a, ooh, there it is. Um, I don't know. I may have told this story before, uh, and it's not much of a story, but the, the um, so let me take some time to tell it. Um, uh, I, I, I clock starts now. All right. I used to work at a club called uh, Cafe Fado Do, which was a really shitty uh, place. Uh, it was a beautiful place, but it was a really shitty club. Um, and it was famous because they used to rent it to Guns N' Roses back before Guns N' Roses had a record label. And the reason that they Guns N' Roses blew up and got that uh, got that huge contract back in the day is every it was either Friday or Saturday night they would start at closing time, um, and they would give away 
Jack Daniels. So every scumbag in Hollywood would show up at this club starting at 2 a.m. and they would go until like 6 a.m. for free booze. And eventually enough scumbags showed up that there was a significant percentage of the record industry there. And that's why they got a huge contract was they just provided this place with free liquor. You know, and this was like 89 or 88 or something like that, probably even before that. Fado Doe, though. Fado Doe, that was pretty... um... That was pretty far from Hollywood. That's down it on was. Like Pico, right? Like near downtown. No, yeah, it's it like P- it's Adams. It's Adams and basically La Brea. So it was in. It was right on the edge of a not great neighborhood that was yeah being ravaged by cocaine at the time, which may have also been a good thing for them. Yeah. Like everybody was so already like, driving. So they're partying at some of the clubs. They uh, they're like, hey, our set starts pretty soon. Let's leave here. We'll go get some food at Cantor's Deli on Fairfax on the way down to Fay Dodo sound check. And then we'll start, we'll pick up some Jack Daniels and then give it out. Mm-hmm. Well, it was more like they bought uh, cases and cases and cases of Jack Daniels. Um, yeah. Where'd they get the money? Is one of those guys rich? I think one of those guys is rich. I think uh, uh, Duff McKagan that. was like twice the age. Duff McKagan was like twice the age of all those guys anyway. Yeah. Uh. But he was like uh, Duff McKagan was like a old school Seattle uh, grunge guy. Yeah, but right? grunge guy. But grunge is after Guns N' Roses. Grunge killed Guns N' Roses. Well, like you know, like Green River and all that shit. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, he, he's up there. Like Seattle scene. proto. Yeah, Seattle scene. Yeah. Um, I listened to a great Bill Burr that it seems McKagan. to me reminds me of childhood memories where everything was as fresh as the bright blue sky. Now and then when I see her face, she takes me away to that special place. And if I stare too long, I'd probably break down and cry. You know what? This does work. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Is it just going to uh, be the lyrics printed out over like watercolor drawings? I hope so. And it's just like in the last <laughs> The laziest page. fucking thing ever. <laughs> yeah. And it's like uh, they were all happy. They were all um, having a good time. And there was only one thing left for them all to scream. And it was, and you turn the page, it says, give me some reggae. <laughs> I was waiting for that to come out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's a, here's a, there's a lot of, you know, people that have been making music uh, in quarantine. And uh, one of the things that was found was uh, um, our friends, uh, Ben Getting and uh, Courtney uh, sent me this. It's a, uh, it's, it's a, it's a family two little toddlers and a parents and the dad's on drums. The mom's on guitar. Uh, I thought you were going to say the dad's singing. on drugs. <laughs> the dad's on drugs. It's not a good scene. Someone should go and help them, but you know, social distancing. Yeah. Social worker um, distancing. Yeah. But uh, this is a, uh, this is a, uh, um, this is the quarantine one cash. If you want to uh, get ready yeah. as I start to explain what that is. Um, essentially it's uh, like a little family. It's real cute. Uh, they're called the Shapiros. Um, and this is, uh, yeah, it's real, real cute. It's, uh, the Shapiros don't want to be no quarantine. All right. Let's, uh, let's hear that.
All right. Wow. So a couple of notes, a couple of notes on that. <laughs> enunciate. Okay. First off, fucking enunciate. Okay. <laughs> people, people write these lyrics and they want to hear them. They want to hear what the song is about. You're, you're drawing on, you're going off, you're going back and forth. I mean, I'm sorry. Didn't I'm you say it was a toddler? <laughs> it's uh, they're, they seem to be about five, four and five years old. Um, but you know, we heard a pretty we, we we've heard some pretty young people sing stuff. I mean, Michael Jackson, when he was five, was singing pretty clearly. Uh, yeah, so I'm yeah. going to have to say pass. No record yeah. deal for me. Uh, uh, Cash, uh, what do you have to say? I'm uh, I this chair is stuck. I can't get it to spin around. Um, <laughs> I got my hand stuck in there. So I feel if I hit the button and spin it around, it's just going to hurt my hand. So I'm going to give it a pass, too. Okay, now Neil, this is you. It's it's up to you if these if this the, the Shapiro's get a record deal. Well, I think it's a full re-record, as you said. We need to retract those vocals, but I think it's got a nice Ramones vibe. And uh, if we just beat those girls like Michael Jackson's dad beat him, like, we could probably get them to enunciate. Uh, yeah. Kids. All right. Cool. So there you go, Neil. Neil, they'll, yeah. you'll be sending it. You'll be flying to wherever they live, and then I'll uh, do that. Here's the thing. Here's the, I found this. I don't know where this is from. Zach from Fiddler uh, sent this to me, but it's a uh, it's this adorable um, family from Japan. It's like this kid on the drums looks to be about six. There, it looks like their mom is singing, and you can't really see the other uh, people. But this is a, a, a adorable little family doing their version. We we played a version of a Rage Against Machine with like a dad and her daughter on acoustic. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Listen to this one. This is baby Rage. A good drummer. Yeah, yeah that, the kid's a great drummer. Little kid, it's like it's a tiny kid behind this drum set, uh, and like at the at the very end, like you can't really see the face of the lady singing. It looks like it could be their mom because like when she like pops up after the very end, like a dun 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 dun, near her voice, and she just has this big proud smile, and she just is like, <laughs> like having a blast. It's so funny that like yeah, they just probably don't recognize that that's not a bunch of words you want to scream around a six year old. <laughs> Or just a sentiment you want to teach a six-year-old. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's going to set a bad yeah, precedent yeah. for the yeah. teenage years. Yeah. That's a good point. A very good point. Although um, the, there's the, it's the, like, give them, give them all the music of rebellion. And the only way they'll be able to rebel is like, well, join the young Republicans, which isn't a great thing right now, but yeah. I've probably said this yeah. before in the show, but like 
when I was, a, you know, a tween, my, uh, my mom heard me listening to minor threat and, uh, <laughs> took all my tapes away cause it was just curse words. And then yeah. she read, <laughs> she read the lyrics and was like, okay, you can have it back. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Claudia. Oh wait, these are taking down the man. All right. Well, no, it was just like, like, I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't, you know, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And then she's like, all right, you, yeah, you can listen to this. <laughs> hey guys, uh, this is Cash interrupting to talk to you about Blue Chew. We'll get you back to the show in just a second. But I wanted to talk about BlueChew.com. If you like sex, you'll love BlueChew.com. BlueChew.com offers men a performance enhancement for the bedroom. At BlueChew.com, you get the first chewables with the active ingredients Solendophil or Talatophil, the same active ingredients as in Viagra and Cialis. BlueChew.com affiliated physicians work with you to find the dosage and active ingredients that is best for you. And chewables can work faster than regular pills. And they can be taken on a full or empty stomach. So you don't have to worry. It's a lot less like medication and it's a lot more like a chewable. Online physical consult is free, so it's cheaper than those other two, Viagra and Cialis, and it only takes a few minutes to connect with BlueChew.com affiliated physician, and if you qualify, you get prescribed online very quickly. No in-person doctor visit, no awkward conversation, no waiting line at a pharmacy. It ships directly to your door in discreet packaging. The chewables from BlueChew.com are made in the USA. Look, guys, we're in the middle of a crisis. Uh, where everybody's staying home. If you're staying home with a partner, hey, it's a chance to maybe experiment and just just put on a hell of a show. And if you're alone, sometimes uh, not uh, having sex for a while can cause some uh, some confidence issues. Go to bluechew.com/jonah. That's J-O-N-A-H, and and maybe you can get fortified for your first real step outside. You know, the, not not the one out the front door, but the other one. Um, and with uh, the chewables from BlueChew.com. BlueChew.com gives you confidence in bed every time. You and your partner will love it. Chew it and do it. It's a great deal for you guys. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first order free when you use the promo code Jonah. Just pay $5 in shipping. That's it. That's B-L-U-E Chew.com promo code Jonah. Um, so Mark Lanigan and, uh, and, uh, Liam Gallagher, I guess have been in a feud, uh, since like 1996. Oh, oh um, I read about this one. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, and this Mark, is, this Mark is, Lanigan, is that screaming trees? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I guess in this book that Mark Lanigan, uh, made, um, uh, he says uh, he recounted some tension with uh, Gallagher uh, when the Screaming Trees were supposed to be doing a U.S. tour with Oasis in 96. He says uh, Lanigan said that Gallagher referred uh, to his band uh, as Howling Branches. <laughs> and then uh, Mark Lanigan responds with, fuck off, you fuck, you stupid fucking idiot. Um, and then so like, uh, I guess like because he talked about it, uh, it's like he he called Lanigan. Uh, he called Liam uh, an obvious poser, a playground bully, like all bullies. He was also a total pussy. And so Liam goes on Twitter as he's want to do. And he says, Mark Lanigan's uh, here. How I saw Mark Lanigan. Here's how I saw it. I asked you your band's name. 
I was fucking around and called it something else. You being an uptight junkie and not having a sense of humor got your little grungy knickers in a twist over an, another bullshitter trying to sell a book. Jesus, oh boy! How how and then, how, yeah. how is Liam Gallagher never written a book? He's like fucking Dickens whenever he he insults somebody. Like I I kind of want both of them are. Yeah. It's like any interview with both Noel and Liam. It's like if you don't like the band or you don't like them personally, that's like it's it's entertaining as fuck. Yeah. Like it's like Noel's Hot Ones episode is so good just because he's he he's like you know it's just like that working class like Northern England. It's, it's like they're just funny and they just talk. Yeah, you know. I didn't know you did Hot Ones. I, I gotta go watch that. Yeah, the Noel Gallagher Hot Ones is really really good. Okay. Right. I'm not putting any more on. That's fine. That's fine. <sighs> Oh, it already tastes fucking... Oh, already. It's not even gone in. Everything, why does it not burn your stomach? Yet. It's just like, and he's got like great answers for everything. And he's yeah. just like very like kind of no bullshit. But uh, here's the thing that Mark Lanigan re- uh, responded on Twitter to uh, Liam saying, Coke addicts are junkies too, you fucking tool. The stupidest <laughs> kind. Still trying to make it like you're hard. I could have then, and I still could put serious hurt on you. Leave it alone, dickhead, unless you're actually ready to finally step up. This is I, Mark Lanigan just showed his like kind of true colors. I think in that, like yeah. it's just like I hate that. Like it's like, oh, you think you're better than me? I'll beat you up. It's it's like where Liam's just using words. Yeah, and he's not saying like he's like he's not saying he can kick his ass. He's not saying like that's the that's the broiness of like uh, people like Mark Lanigan. I think. Yes. And it, 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 yeah. And it just falls back on, I'm, I'm stronger than you. And yes. speaking as someone yeah. who's, who's stronger than you, um, that's not cool. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Uh, but then he also said, Liam has never written a decent song by himself or with the teams of songwriters hired to do it for him. Mm. I would, however, gladly write with Noel. He was the one blessed with the talent, wit and brains in the family. <laughs> Ooh, that's a shot fired. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he knows how to get to him. Like everything else might have been just a just a warm up to like your brother is better anyways cuz he knows that one's going to land. Well, that yeah. is basically yeah, exactly. true, right? Like Noel wrote all the music and then Liam Yeah, no kinda... like Yeah, and, and Liam sang it, but like Liam's voice is just it's good and he's a good frontman and he's charismatic and he's good and like uh his it's it's just the tone of his voice and it's you know it's funny because like we got into a space where it's like it's like you didn't write your own songs it's like you know a lot of a lot of people don't yeah yeah <laughs> we still celebrate we still celebrate singers like yeah. but like when it comes to rock singers for some reason if it's rock it's like you're not allowed to you're not allowed to just be a singer it seems yeah well i mean that's the the i think that's the the sort of pop rock division is like nobody gives a shit if a pop star doesn't write their songs but when uh when a rock star doesn't it it becomes an issue and it's sort of like well let's i think i think it's only an issue among other musicians yeah because i don't give a shit yeah i don't care yeah Yeah, good song's a good song yeah hence my love for adele That one may just be um, added to the the, the group uh, of drops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently, Lanigan claims, Mark Lanigan claims that he and Liam Gallagher set a date for a physical fight, but that Gallagher left Oasis's tour before the fight could happen. Yeah, that, that was the part of the, the headline that caught my eye was he was like, I was the one that broke up 
uh, Oasis because I was going to fight him and he decided to cancel the tour instead of fighting me. And I was like, that seems like, like if that was going to happen and I was the merch guy on that tour, I'd be like, Hey, you know what? I'll, I'll fight him. Let's just keep going. I need another. That's pretty lame to fucking agree to a fight and then not go. I don't think he agreed to a fight. I don't think there were like seconds and anything. I think it was just like, I'm going to kick your ass. What does setting a date mean? Uh, That's a good point. I don't know. Maybe they were going to do it instead of playing at one of these arenas. Just go get punched in the face. It's not so bad. That's true. (laughs) Well, here's another thing. It's uh, I guess like uh, Mark Lanigan also tweeted this. Um, He says, uh, I didn't almost get into it with uh, uh, annual notes by trail of dead. Uh, Like uh, I guess they had like kind of a beef. Um, (laughs) He says, I gave their fake tough guy drummer what Nick Oliveri described as the most calculated 15 minute beat down he'd ever seen. I got to imagine Nick Oliveri, um, who we all know as the uh, goatee bald guy from uh, the first couple uh, <laughs> uh, Queens of the Stone oh, Queens, Age. Queens, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the one that was kicked out because he was too much of a speed freak for Queens of the Stone Age. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but he said uh, like uh, he thought he could disrespect and walk away unscathed. That only happens if you're packing and I'm not. See, that's Mark Lanigan. Sh- like, it's like, I hate that shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's, so a, wait, you know, who, that's a guy who guy shit. Scene. Who beat up yeah. who in this situation? Uh, Mark Lanigan beat up the drummer for uh, Trail of Dead. Oh, okay. Aaron Ford, who is now dead. So I think that's why uh, maybe Mark Lanigan deleted that tweet. Is he? Was he a, a drug person? Is that why he's dead? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. I, so. I don't know for sure. I don't, it doesn't say in this. Uh, Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Um, speaking of dead. <laughs> looks like uh, looks like uh, the Troubadour may not survive. The Los Angeles Doug Weston's Troubadour in West Hollywood, one of the best venues in Los Angeles, except for the location. Really? That's uh, they're, 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 they're not they're not doing good because it's looking like um, you know L.A. California in general is not going to uh, open up live shows until next year. And uh, fucking hell. And that's, that's why we need a rent and mortgage suspension. I think that's yeah. that's a, that that's crazy that the troubadour would. There's so many people that like the fucking Eagles, boss. Like there's there's literally like Every, an entire yeah. generation of well off musical uh, talents that came through that place. Like somebody should save that. That like it's not like it's yeah. the smell or something like that. Like, where where are the goddamn Smothers Brothers? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All these all, like Steve Martin. Yeah. 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 The estate of Richard Pryor. Yeah. Where's Jim Morrison at? Well, yeah. France, where's, I think. Where's Harry, Harry Nielsen and uh John, and John Lennon. Lennon. Where's where's Harry Nielsen and John Lennon? Wait, what's that? Yeah. Oh, I got a lot of catching up to do. They're, COVID's they're, crazy. They were pounding brandy and milk there every night for a fucking year. They're just barfing everywhere. Oh. And Neil, they're called Brandy Alexanders. Yeah, well, I'm just And it was to... just a law. It was just a lost weekend, brother. <laughs> Um, and other deaths, uh, Florian Schneider from Kraftwerk, uh, died at 73. Mm, I can't deny the, can't deny. That's a good run. I think 73. Uh, yeah. Not so uh, bad. Yeah. The Kraftwerk, it's just incredible band and like in one of the most influential bands. Um, and also a nice, like there's a reference, uh, what's, what's the band that's referencing, uh, Kraftwerk and Big Lebowski. Is it um oh, oh yeah with oh, Flea and Amy Mann? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Auto- Autobahn. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
uh, with uh, Knox Harrington, the video artist. <laughs> now, uh, remind me or correct me if I'm wrong. They do have a Kraftwerk has a song that goes, I am the operator of a pocket calculator. Yes, pocket calculator. <laughs> and they also just have one called lyric. the Tour de France. They have the Tour de France <laughs> too, which is just like like just breathing for most of the thing. Oh, geez. Wow. It's a, they're great. It's like there's so many great songs they have. Um, it's Africa like, Bambata would sample them on the reg. Yeah. Yeah. They're uh, yeah. very influential in hip hop. Yeah. Because yeah, fu- they're great. Future I, funk. And it was, they always had like instrumental tracks and, and loops and stuff. I highly recommend everyone who's heard of Kraftwerk or if they're a fan of Devo or anything kind of that, that era yeah. stuff. It's like, uh, I'd say like just kind of go on, do a deep dive and look around. They got a lot of yeah. cool, weird stuff. Yeah. Um, Kraftwerk with a K and an E instead of a C and an O. Yes. Yeah, it's spelled Germany. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Dave Greenfeld, Stranglers uh, keyboardist, died at uh, 71 due to complications from COVID 19. Um, I just played a Strangler song um, on one of those radio streams I did. Oh, yeah, those are great, by the way. I listened to. Thanks, that was fun. Um, I listened to him the other day when I was uh, on my break at work, and I left my headphones at home, so I couldn't finish listening. But uh, yeah, guys, check out uh, Radio Free America on Mix Mixler, R A Y D I O Free America. Um, um, uh, I, I and... signed up for that to listen to the new, uh, the new um, fucking DJ Hennessy Youngman. The what? That's... DJ Hennessy Youngman. Like CVS Bangers guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yes. Yes. Yeah. He put a new one up there and I think it's yeah. I forget what it is, but it's like it's it's a different store. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like a like a like a I don't know, A and P grocery store or whatever. Nice. Um Tony Allen, Afrobeat drummer, dies at seventy nine. Brian Eno called him perhaps the greatest drummer who ever lived. Wow. He was he did a lot of work with Fela Kuti. Fila Kuti? Fila Kuti, yeah. Fela. Fila Kuti. And then Millie Small, Jamaican ska singer, uh, who is best known for the single My Boy Lollipop, who basically is the song that brought uh, ska to the masses. Um, <laughs> she uh, she is uh, dead at 72. Um, she not is dead. to blame for bringing ska to the masses. Hey, yeah. hey. <laughs> she was allowed to. Um, but not dead. Madonna, who says she's tested positive for antibodies and is now going to go outside and breathe in the COVID-19 air. She yeah. said, I took a test the other day and I found out I have antibodies. So tomorrow I'm just going to go for a long drive in a car and I'm going to roll down the window and I'm going to breathe in. I'm going to breathe in the COVID-19 air. I hope the sun is shining. Well, shit. I go says. for long drives too. Yeah, you can. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's I can't have any fucking okay. antibodies. You're in a fucking hermetically sealed vehicle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you do you guys keep your masks on in the car, or do you? No. Uh, if I'm I going don't. for a short drive, like I'll go and get my like cranberry juice and shit. Cranberry like, juice. Is that like a Neil Hamburger reference or something? Sounded like it. Yes, it is exactly a Neil Hamburger reference. Okay. But instead of saying cranberry sauce, I said cranberry juice. Oh. oh. I love cranberry juice. I grew up on it. It's it's the best. Yes, that's because you're from. New England. Well, they have Cape bogs there. Cod. Yeah, we got Cape bogs. Cod. I had a friend in high school who died in a cranberry bog. Right. Downer. Yep. <laughs> Downer. <laughs> was he 70? No, he was 
fucking 16 or something. Mm. Mm. Was he trying to get cranberries? No, he uh, took too much acid oh. and uh, took all his clothes off in the wintertime and fell into a cran- cranberry bog. Oh, Jesus. Oh. Yeah, it's fucking gnarly. That's crazy. It's nice that you've stuck with cranberry uh, juice, though. I still love cranberry juice. Yeah. You can't stop me. Yeah. Even though it's well, usually part an, of them now, all the cranberries have a little bit of that guy in them now. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm I'm usually an ocean spray guy, but uh, my local, uh, you know, the the closest place I can buy supplies at only had, and this is the most shady thing ever. They had, they are not a Costco, but they are selling Kirkland brand <laughs> oh, wow. cranberry juice for like five dollars a gallon, and I'm like, this seems like it's not exactly legal yeah fell off the back of a truck yeah no they just went to fucking costco and bought two dollar gallons of uh cranberry juice and started selling them for five dollars hey three dollars a bottle is is a a fair bounty at this point for anybody that has to go into costco yeah Yeah. good point i've never been in a costco oh they're they're big they're big they're they're fine the i used to love their hot dogs you used to be able to just walk up and uh go to their snack bar hot dog yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Um, because one hot dog is way better than another hot dog. <laughs> well, they're one fifty. Yeah. Oh, there you go. So you can get two. There it is. And it comes with it a drink. Is. Uh, yeah. Costco. Pay with quarters. Costco, Home Depot, and IKEA—all places that sell hot dogs. Yep. <laughs> I have um, eaten at an IKEA. I'll admit to that. Well, who hasn't these days? The. the uh, the uh, in Weird Al news, um, hey. in the in the new Quibi season of Reno 911, Weird Al is going to be playing. Sorry, my paused Back to the Future Part Three. Uh, ran oh yeah, I was gonna say that again. sounds like a ZZ Top. <laughs> yeah, ZZ Top with a mandolin. Yeah, uh, but Weird Al is gonna be playing Ted Nugent in the new season of Reno 911. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my oh, God. On Quibi? Yeah, I'm never going to see it. No, that's not true. Quibi will be acquired by something soon. Yeah, you think maybe all VRV. That... <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, do you think that like Quibi is going to get some sort of other streaming deal so that people can watch it? I don't You think it'll, it'll, be, it'll be like the... Because the whole gimmick is you can turn the thing to the side and it's a different thing or whatever. I don't know. I like maybe who I mean, like I think it all depends on who uh those two assholes call up and be like, Hey, we need help. Um who is it, Meg Whitman and whoever else is running it? Um Meg Whitman's out, I think. Oh, is she? Um well I'll just get back in the what? what are we talking about? Quibi. Quibi. Uh Quibi. Quick bites. Like no nobody cares. And especially it, what's crazy is Good it, point, this, Cash. Nobody cares. Well I was just gonna <laughs> this is a time when people like need new fresh entertainment and it's still not even working now. Like yeah. you could decide to better. I tried to sign up to watch the show I worked on and I and it just wouldn't let me. Yeah. Like it was yeah. not a perfect system, but eh, I still get ads. Still get ads on the tweets. Yep. And I, Should we play a song? Gonna... We've been doing news news for like a half an hour. That's a good point. Yeah, we're well. That was uh, we're we're gonna uh, play one last piece of news, and then we'll go into a song. Okay. Um, Okie dokie. Recently, uh, I don't know where this is from, but John Waskell um, uh, tweeted this, and this is uh, 
This is um, Kiss from a Rose by, not Seal, but Seals. Let's take a listen to this, Cash. That's it for music news. Uh, we're going to break for a song uh, by Pilau, uh, P-I-L-A-U. Um, Kevin Titty, uh, who, is a, who is a friend of mine, he was like an old Hawaii punk guy. Now he uh, lives in, a, in D.C. doing stand-up comedy. He opened up for me when I was doing some shows out there. He uh, just released a, a EP with his band Pilau, uh, which is great, like, you know, hardcore, power violence kind of stuff. Uh, but this is a, a track off of that uh, called... Uh, unaware. It's real quick, so we'll be back in a little bit to wrap up the show. Property value down. They can buy the land at a lower price. Then they move all the people out, raise the property value, and sell it at a profit. It's called gentrification. That was Pilau, and that is it for our show. Uh, I had a good time. Did you guys have a good time? I did have a good I a, time. I had a great time, and I had a Bundaberg ginger beer. Ooh, Australian oh, nice. family Man. owned. Those are so good, but that's, that's... the sugar crash I have on those are insane. <laughs> oh really? Oh shit! Let me look at it. Ooh, Forty grand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's like? Isn't it like two servings in a, in a single bottle? What's the What's the calorie count on that? Uh, it's one seventy for one bottle. Oh, okay, um, that's not so bad. No. Yeah, it's it's, it's like so I mean, crazy, but... ninety is like a Coke, and it's better than a Coke. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I yeah. uh yeah, that's been my like uh, daily uh, excursion is to go buy exotic sodas. <laughs> you go every day out to a store, pretty much, because I, I I burn wow. through liquids. I just drink cranberry juice and fucking mix it with so- soda water. Get a little fizzy cranberry juice. A little cran soda. <laughs> yeah. Maybe should you should you maybe just to be safer, maybe like buy a bunch at once, and then so you don't have to go to a store and go out. Well, no, I like to leave the house every day. <laughs> I know it's just it just feels like it's a little bit. Uh, it feels uh, it feels like you're not following the rules. Why? I go out for 15 minutes a day. 
But you're going and you're you're spreading whatever diseases you have, putting them into I whatever got, store you're going to, whatever bodega you show up at. I got or masks, picking up stuff from that terrible ma- bodega. You, mask and gloves on. I'm, oh, here's that's great. That's good to I'm know. In, I was just I'm testing it because I'm I'm all right. Well, Mike's screen is glitching out. Let's uh, wrap up this. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no. Uh, let's wrap up this show. I hope everyone out there is safe. Thanks for listening to the show. If you want your music showcase on this show, send it to Please. us at Jonah Radio. Yeah. Send us stuff. You're inside. You're stuff. making noises. Record some of them and send them over. Yeah. yeah send give us, us your send us quarantine ditties. Your, yeah. Quarantine songs. We'll do if an you need, all quarantine song. If you need Neil to write uh, lyrics, please reach out to us. Yeah. But you got to write the music first. I, I can't just start yeah. from nothing. <laughs> yes, yes, you. Why not? You need to be inspired by the tunes. Barney Topin didn't know. He didn't. He didn't know what the songs were going to be. Barney. I don't know. I don't know about Barney, but uh, <laughs> what was yeah. his name? Bernie. 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 <laughs> yeah. So no, Barney Topin is my new. It's, a, it's 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 just Bernie Sanders writing song lyrics for uh, Elton John. And it's just, it's all about the 1%. Yes. No, the 1%. 1% um, of the all right. top 10%. All right. It's a, what do you want to go out on? The yellow brick roads are being laid down by <laughs> the working class. Uh, Goodbye, yellow brick rose. Where does the candle in the wind come from? Union labor. <laughs> Burn down, um, burn down the mission stays exactly the same. Yes. <laughs> uh, all right. There, our last song uh, is a, a band out of Seattle area. Um, they're uh, they're called Kuroshi, right? Kuroshi. Yes. My screen is messed up so badly. Oh. How you spell uh, it's that? Give me a seizure. Uh, you spell it K R K A R O with a little line over it. S H I. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a little. Uh, and this it. is a great. This is a great song, um, and uh, I hope you guys like it. Uh, it, It's called, uh, what's it called, Cash? Arsonist. Arsonist. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Goodbye.